From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast of sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Let's crack open this old Mayday beer. Let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Catch them every Tuesday for bingo and Thursday for bingos. Uh, today we've got a lot on the docket to talk about. We've got our Pacific Division Part One. We got not the NHL. We got a joke of the week, pop culture, and a question from the internet. Uh, but how are you this week, bud? Doing good, man. I was I'm doing a lot better until I saw this free Grammarly <laughs> suggestion for our tagline. You know, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Great, right? That's a beautiful line. You wrote it yourself. It's like your Shakespeare. Their suggestion is Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Powers Pucks Out. (laughs) (laughs) You're the expert here. This whole thing, the Grammarly thing, was your idea. I don't know, man. I was in a great mood. And that, that brought me down, Bob. I'm upset now. I'm flustered and I'm frustrated. Uh, other than that, I've had a great week, even, you know, even been having to drive in the office three days a week. Uh, it's been fine, man. I've been okay. Uh, been doing well. Definitely. Um, just getting ready for fantasy football. Pretty much all my time at this point, if it's not, uh, spent at work, I'm either playing some, some 2k getting ready for 2k 24 to come out, uh, or fantasy football studying for a draft or fantasy football mock draft or fantasy football actual draft uh or big brother and big brother live feed so yeah. uh it sounds like wow your life is so you got so much going on it's basically me sitting here looking at the udk while playing nba 2k and the live feeds are also <laughs> on it's it sounds like a lot but it's nothing i'm not no, doing nothing bob i'm doing good though oh, how, how are you yeah. man <laughs> Doing good, you know, work's going great. Uh, football season's in, uh, high school football season swing. Uh, we got some coaching gear in, so that's always fun. Got some bag to wear. Uh, having a good time. I didn't have practice today because we had a meeting, so I was able to get here a little bit early. So, forward on time before Big Brother starts. Uh, but yeah, don't forget to check us out on Patreon to support the show. We haven't been, uh, uh streaming much, but I hopefully once, uh, soon I'll get kind of into a, ro- a kind of a good schedule and i'll find some time to stream here soon um quick fit check nothing special on my end Fred. yeah nothing special either i got a got the pucks out i mean i guess it's super special it's the it's a pucks out t-shirt it's yeah. you know wonderful but i even had a hat on and i took it off before recording saw you didn't have a hat on i was like i won't even embarrass him no hats for us today bro <laughs> this mark this day i'm gonna put it on the episode um no hat in it no hat in it. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, I think, so I have not worn a hat much this month because I can't wear a hat. And so my body is just like, 
well, this is weird. So that also means I'm having to get a haircut like on a regular mm. schedule. No, you should just wear so it. Do what weird. I do. Wear it into work. Hook it, you know, on a on your bag or your whatever. So you got it. You know, you got it, J-I-C. You're walking out. Boom, hat. Yeah. Walking in. Yeah. Boom. That's what I've been doing, bro. True. Obviously, I can't wear a hat yeah. either. But it's like, dude, I got too many fresh hats for them to just be sitting at home. Yeah. Dude. You know well, what I'm saying? So like, I'm the only back in the situation world. with yeah, the situation with that is that I have to do my hair before I so if I put a hat on, then it screws up the hair that I spent time on doing. Let me ask you. Because my hair is starting to get a little long, let so I have to this. like put some stuff in it. Okay, let me ask you this: Why can't you do it when you get there, bro? That's all I'm saying, dude. Just have your hair. I mean, you can't now because it would melt into oblivion. Uh, but yeah. like, imagine, <laughs> imagine a time in which you could right now. It feels like, I don't know if you also feel this way, uh, but I, you walk outside from like an air conditioned or not even an air conditioned, just like, <gasps> uh, and it feels like you just hit a brick. Wall, you just got punched dude. in the like gut. It hurt. Like you just, yeah. like you just <gasps> went on, like you're just now on Mars. If Mars is one of those places yeah. that feels heavier. Yeah. If it's not, and then I'm going to go the other way. Yeah. <laughs> And we're recording on Thursday. Tomorrow, Friday, I think they said it's going to be a high of 108 and a feel like 111, which is, that that is an oppressive heat. I'm not like, even going to be it sick. It was so hot. I'm going on- <laughs> to call in sick of it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just sick of yeah. it. I'm done. I'm not coming. I don't even have to go in the office. I'm going to be in my my living quarters, <laughs> but I can't even imagine having to work on a day in which other people yeah. have to venture we, out of uh, this. Yeah, uh, Laverne lost power for a little bit uh, earlier this week because the heat was so bad. So like the whole school lost power for probably forty five minutes. They got it back on. So we had a bl- and it wasn't just us. It was because we're right near Nissan. So Nissan and a bunch of those industrial things they had a blackout. The heat. Nice. So it was not I'll fun bet you, losing air conditioning. For I bet time. you it felt great in those climate controlled plants, dude. They were they're feeling <laughs> nice. They're feeling right right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but all right, let's move on. Let's get into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All righty. Austin Matthews signs a four year extension with the Leafs. Uh, average of uh, I'm sorry, it's going to be a, uh, valued Maybe. around 13 and a quarter million. Uh, not surprised. I mean, Austin Matthews is one of the great of our generation. Uh, you know, I thought he would stay with the Leafs, and he, I think four years is good. Four years, and the Leafs wanted more. I think that the Matt, from what I read, the Matthews camp was, uh, we were a firm at, you know, four. We can wiggle with the money at four you know what i'm saying like uh hey yeah you know we'll do so uh what that tells me is either he's wanting to get more from the leafs again in four years you've got a better chance at that better contract again uh or he's already uh kind of putting a uh, putting a timetable on them yeah to, I mean, to four say years let's say cupper cupper bust and then uh and then I go form a super team with with Dreisaitl and McDavid, and Edmonton is yeah. the uh, team, the Canadian or team that gets. To they win meet the in cup. the middle, 
Ottawa? Or the three of them meet in the middle here in Nashville. Winnipeg. Ooh, I don't know if that's the middle. Middle would be like, there literally the middle is like a middle. Or, right. There is a middle, <laughs> yeah. though. There's, you know, Ottawa or Winnipeg. I mean, Winnipeg <laughs> is not middle. Ottawa would be closest middle, right? That has to be the... No, it's too far east, I think. No, I mean, Calgary's wrong, too far dude. west. You're wrong. I'll, I'll do the research. Um, you can move us in to outside the NHL. We don't, uh, there wasn't a lot of news today, so uh, there's a lot of players getting... Ottawa uh, is know. right above... Like, Ottawa's right above, like, Michigan. Yeah, so making Maybe it that. in the Maybe middle Apple. of Toronto and Edmonton. Uh, if you yes. look at the map, though, of yeah, Canada, no. it is much more to the right. No. <laughs> no. Bro. If you were I to cut Canada in half. Ottawa is in the middle province. And Toronto's but over here. It's on the right border of the middle province. But in the... what? Say it again. Say it again and say it slowly. It's where? It's on the right border. Of the, the what? The city of Ottawa. Is on the is, right is border all, is, of the, is on, it's not yeah of the middle province, but it's the province. So, so Ontario is the middle, not Ottawa. So, in if you would have said they were going to play, play, <laughs> it ain't, it ain't, it ain't flying, bro. I have absolutely dominated you in geography today. Michigan is is as good as dead middle as it could be for NHL teams, bro. I can't move the team, you know, 80 miles to the east. You're looking up, you're looking up uh, mileage. How close am I? Technically, technically, I love to hear that. Between, <laughs> love to hear that. Is, is not even in Canada. It's uh, in Minnesota. Uh, Fergus Falls. So the wild would be the team that he needs to go to. What is it? What is Ottawa? No, because Minneapolis is on the uh, south side of Minnesota, I think. Uh, let's see. Fergus Falls. We uh, Fergus Falls sounds see, like Fer- a is like a place that Canada c- conceded. We took it from Canada. <laughs> we like won it in the War of eighteen twelve uh, or something, like in a French Indian War or something. You know, Fergus Falls is actually very close to Minneapolis. How close? So, uh, it's about a thirty minute drive. That's not bad. That's not bad. You could be right, but you didn't guess that, so you're not right. Is let me ask you this: Is my guess of Ottawa closer to, than your guess of Nashville? Uh, no, dude. Look at the no. First off, Ottawa is an hour's drive from Montreal. Look, you got to pull up an actual Google map. This dude. I don't because I don't Ottawa need to because because like you this. have gone outside of the middle. You have created a third point of entry. We now have a triangle. Win, the win, Winnipeg, if we were to keep a Canadian, Winnipeg That's is what I was at. much, yeah. much, much more. I yes. will, I Winnipeg would, would be the middle. Closer I was being playful when I said Nashville. But you then you doubled down and started looking up data and never pulled back on your point. But I knew it wasn't Ottawa. I, I, knew, well, I knew it wasn't Nashville, but, but I knew it wasn't know. Ottawa. You didn't know it wasn't Ottawa. You. Oh, I knew it. I immediately was like, no. No, you weren't. Play it back. Let's keep. I moving, would say it goes. Play it back. I would say Winnipeg or <laughs> Minneapolis or, or or the Wild. Yeah. I'll, anyway, I'll look before up the we data spend later. all day. Uh, <laughs> let's move to outside the NHL. Uh. 
Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. Oh, also, just so you know, and I just saw this, Ottawa's actually more east of Toronto. So Toronto's <laughs> closer to Edmonton than Ontario. See, that's, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, Bobby, that should have been your first argument, dude. I, well, I didn't, I hadn't pulled up a map yet. I'm looking <laughs> at it and I'm like, I'm like going to the right. I'm like, where's Toronto? It's, oh, Ontario, Ottawa see, is I, more east of Toronto. <laughs> I can accept, you said it was like, yeah, anyway. I can accept that. It was like this uh, this episode of something where he's like listing off all these reasons of why it's probably not this guy that did it. And like the sixth reason he lists is the guy died like seven years ago. And so like, he's like, well, why didn't you lead with that? Like he's dead. We didn't have to, you know, he not being at home wasn't a factor. He's been dead. <laughs> uh, not to mention Honestly, that. Uh, that- so uh, your uh, argument of Nashville would be co- more correct, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so I like how we just did well, a full circle. Full circle. <laughs> full circle. Hey, I'll concede when that, I when, Hey, that's when what I'm they come wrong. to listen for. Hey, right. Yeah, I concede when I'm wrong. You know, it's like, oh, I said, oh, booyah, I'm the geography guy. Turns out you're the geography guy, you nerd. <laughs> you're the nerd here. I just tricked you into admitting your nerddom because you're a teacher now. You think you got to know everything. So let's keep moving on. <laughs> uh, you got to assume that Canadians are listening to this when we first started. Oh They're like, what are these assholes talking about? They're like, no, they didn't say that. <laughs> they said, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, anyway, speaking of Nashville, unfortunately, Nashville SC falls in penalties mm. against uh, Messi and crew. Um, listen. For them to get where they did, for them to put up such a fight against Messi is something to be said. And you know what? This proves that Nashville SC belongs in Nashville because for a city built on uh, bridal parties, yet another Nashville sports team that's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. That's it. They make that's it to it. a championship and they lose. I mean, that is they, the, they that is the epitome of, of Tennessee sports. Super Bowl losers we've now got a league cup l honestly are we doing it on purpose you know what i'm saying i mean some would say i mean we we should make a banner we need to hang a banner for it honestly i saw this article and you know everything's clickbait these days uh and i it was nashville sc coach says uh messi in miami didn't deserve to win the cup and then you read um, the quote you read the quote that says man it hurts or something along those lines like oh man you know it hurts that this guy joining you know he scored one goal and that him joining this team is why we're not it was more of a innocuous like Messi is great and him joining the team you know like we held him down pretty good but because he's so great he scored and we lost and that, yeah. you know, feels bad, dude. It was so ridiculous. Like it was not even like remotely true. Whereas at least some clickbait articles, like you click on and then it's like, Oh, what they said is technically true. It's still garbage, but it's, but this was not even so in the realm of like the words that they put in there wasn't, weren't even said by the guy. 
So it was uh, very yeah, annoying. Uh, it sucks, but uh, it's good. I mean, hey, biggest stage in the world. How many eyes were on a great Nashville SC team uh, by default oh, yeah. because they were watching Messi? So that's great. And so people, soccer fans, why does Nashville have a soccer team? All the, I mean, why? I'll bet you, you know, it was, it was electric. We just proved why. In there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've been a professional team for two seasons now. This is our second year as a We've been in the team. MLS for, this is our third season in the MLS. We've and, been a professional league, team for uh, five yeah. years. We played in the USL, which okay, is yeah. professional for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, absolutely insane. Um, anyway, the long-awaited news is here, ladies and gentlemen. The man, the myth, the legend, Baker Mayfield, is named the starting quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I'm assuming you drafted him in the first round, correct? Bobby, I'm a savvy drafter. You wanna you're gonna you're gonna come at me like that. I was able to get him at the round two turn. Um uh, I, yeah, ta- yeah. I was talk I was talking him down to people saying Well I didn't talk Baker down as much as I was talking Kyle Trask up. Um so <laughs> For all those Kyle Trask truthers that took him, thought that they, you know, they were stealing him in the third round from me. Who's got egg on their face now, buddy? Uh, that's what I've yeah. got to say. So, uh, honestly, uh, it was the best case scenario for, uh, for legitimately why I put it on there for fantasy uh, purposes in my mind. I uh, think Chris Godwin will still be all right. Baker is not atrocious. He's just not a number one overall pick, right? I think that that if you look at him through the different lens, he's not a great quarterback. Um, but he, yeah, if you value him correctly, he's, he's, and I would not even go that far. He has serviceable. He can be serviceable. Um, but I think, I mean, what do you, I mean, you're not going to get anything else from Kyle Trask. I mean, they, yeah. brought out the ghost of Tom Brady last year and refused to let Trask play. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's all, all I, uh, you know, I had it on there, mostly a joke, the long awaited news thing, but actually we'll have a, a little bit of fantasy implications. That kind of happened last week. We so, were recording a little later than I, uh, yeah. Had yeah. Who do you think has a better season? Baker Mayfield, Sam Howell, Sam Howell, uh, easy. If, okay. Let me say, what do you, okay. Can, can you quantify what you mean by better season? Stats and wins. So wins, you know, I don't, wins, team. I don't want to, I don't want to comment on as far as, as far as stats. I think it's very dependent. I think Baker has the better path to be, have more fantasy points, stats, whatever you want to, however you want to quantify it. Uh, but only because Jacoby Brissett is a more viable backup option for a team that may be able to compete to win games. Whereas I don't, I think that, I think that they don't care if Baker's bad. It's honestly, isn't, isn't it preferable, right? Tank for tank for uh, Caleb Williams, easy money. And so I don't think that the, even if they stick it through with Sam Howell, I don't think they would be bad enough. And he's bad. I don't think they would be bad enough to be in that contention for the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Right. I think, I think personally, I, 
Sam Howell is is going to be great. I like Sam Howell. I think that uh, I think that he's getting undervalued in fantasy drafts. I think he's being undervalued by NFL players. He has two really sol- solid receiving options in Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin. Cole Turner, the uh, uh, rookie tight end they have there, has been been showing out a little bit. Bijan Robinson gets a full year of offseason and uh, hopefully a little healthier uh, to pair with uh Antonio Gibson which we were leaving for dead a couple years ago and now they've started utilizing him correctly. I and and I love the I love the defense uh there in Washington. I think Sam Howell has the road yeah. to be the better player. But will the Buccaneers be playing from behind so much that it's just by default Baker ends up with more points than him? If Sam Howell only has to throw the ball 15 to 18 times a game and they're winning games, well, who is the better? So that's why I wanted to know your metric. Who's the better quarterback in terms of, I think Sam Howell will be the better NFL quarterback um, and the better fantasy quarterback. But I do see a, a viable route if Baker Mayfield hits with, you know, you get, you got Mike Evans there and maybe he's, bad but you know he still's got one or two bombs left in him right you know yeah yeah um so it's actually funny you bring up caleb williams uh they really a are not an article but a i was listening to radio on the way home from work and he has said that uh depending on who has the first overall pick he may uh uh stay for another year of college so you have to think that if you're one of those teams that are looking at maybe tanking you're like oh Oh no, no, you're not. Because no, and then they not. went in saying that he's the Marvin second Harrison, most he's no. the second most valuable nil a guy right now. Yeah, I'm bet you behind Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, Marvin Archie ha- Manning. Oh yeah, I didn't think about him. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Though seriously, uh, if you get the number one pit overall pick, I think he could be in very well being in contention for that that category as well. And for fantasy drafters, dynasty folks, uh, I still don't hate on the idea of trying to gather 2024 first round picks to try to get that number one pick. Uh, because again, even if Caleb Williams doesn't come out, then you can still grab uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Though I'm worried about amassing picks because I'm not sure behind those two. Yeah. But um, smart I on him. So I was listening today. I think that, yeah, I think they were saying that Marvin Harrison Jr. may not be. Some of them are saying he may not even be top three. That I think they were saying Caleb Williams and maybe not. Either one that maybe Trey Benson and Drake May. Maybe uh, I'm, and I and I'm thinking of it in terms of fantasy and you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to be drafting O linemen and all this stuff. You know. So yeah. So maybe I'm. I'm miss. Well, those are those are quarterbacks and running backs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he ain't going um, below a running uh, back unless they're otherworldly and if they're otherworldly and i don't know about them bobby what have i been doing i gotta step up my game <laughs> uh yeah i think trey benson's out down at florida state bobby when uh, was wait, the wait, fl- let's move into uh I'm sorry oh go ahead i was just gonna say how long have i been talking you up about Bijan robinson bro i have literally been saying for <laughs> years he gonna be i say if i have a first round pick that year i'm getting him Turns out that well, I'm not. Uh, I got him in the first round pick this year. 
well, in a redraft yeah. league, not uh, a dynasty league, which is what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what you yeah. what what uh, uh what league did you but, get him in? Seven gridirons. Uh, what? What? I think it was seven. Whichever one I have oh, first. That's wrong. too bad. Seven, yeah, seven we, we usually do Game of Thrones names in there, but if it's not a Game of Thrones league, I heard a good one for Bijan. Bed Bath and Bijan. <laughs> Hilarious. I that's that's amazing. Uh, anyway, Jonathan Taylor gets the okay from the Colts to seek a trade. I thought this was gonna say he gets okay. He he's off the pup list. Uh, but yeah. So I I mean his his health his health is in question this, this season. Um, I think at one of my drafts, I had a chance to get him. I ended up going uh, with someone else right there because I just, I don't know enough about him. And I'm, it I was just, probably Keeper League. I don't know what his situation is going to be this season. It was probably Keeper League. I took him there at that eight spot for the pure purpose of whether or not he plays this year. He's probably going to play next year uh, somewhere, and so I get to keep him there. So that's why I took him. I was more of a long-term. Yeah. Maybe I'm punting this year. Uh, but probably not, bro. I always find a way in uh, in that league. So, um, I do want to throw this quote out there. Yeah. Jim Irsay says, "We will not trade Jonathan Taylor. That is a certainty. Not now, or not in October. That is the bottom line." Um, technically, that was accurate from Irsay. And let me hear me out. He did October. not. He did. Well, it's not October. And right when he said that, they did not trade him. So we're in the middle ground (laughs) of he's only a liar if he trades him in the month of October now. So just wanted to throw that out there. Some would say we're in the Ottawa of his statement. We. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Shohai Otani tears uh, tears his UCL. uh, Won't pitch again this season. Mike Trout. List. uh that's a uh that that sucks for them i didn't yeah, i didn't I it sucks for the angels for sure and i i didn't i don't know if angels the, okay <laughs> yeah i don't know i was gonna say if cardinals the, if i didn't take a guess i don't know if the uh won't pitch again is impl- implying that he's not gonna pitch and will hit or whatever i didn't research it's baseball greg but i did want to make fun of the angels because of these two yeah not that not that these guys are hurt at all uh i don't want to but it, they've just recently got, you know, hurt. So I wanted to s- tell you, Bob, that they are, the Angels are six currently 61 and 67. And I'm going to tell you, Bob, that's not great. Um, But they are 61 and 67 with a $149 million payroll, which is the eighth highest in the league. They're fourth in their division, uh, by the way. Uh, the uh, To bring that into comparison, the O's are currently uh, 78 and 48, first in the AL East. You go, go Orioles, baby. Let's go. They have a $51 million payroll, Bobby. Uh, that is about $98 million extra. Like, imagine <laughs> like having a budget compared to your you know, opponent and just you get $98 million extra. Just like, I get to spend this. And these are your records so far. But let me hit you with this, Bobby. Trout and Otani together make 67, meaning they, those two guys that are not playing, now make $16 million than the entirety of the o- Orioles organization. Uh, 
I just found that to be a bit ridiculous. And also, speaking of payroll, I think I forgot to bring this up earlier. We were bragging on Austin Matthews, currently the highest NHL paid player. I forgot to mention my comment, Bobby. You know what that would make him uh, ranked in the NBA? Uh, 60th? 113th. You know what it would make him <laughs> ranked in the uh, MLB? Uh, I have no idea. 103rd and in the NFL, 88th. Uh, okay. What I wanted, but what? So what about uh Premier League? Uh, probably not at all close. I mean, they don't have a cap. Yeah, they can just a billionaire can just (laughs) be like, I will make you. I also make you a billionaire, right? (laughs) I mean, that's pretty much. That's how (laughs) contracts are done. They're like, hey, do you want to spend a billion dollars? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know why all of my European billionaires are Russian all of a sudden. Uh, maybe it's indicative of something. People are going to be commenting like, oh, that wasn't a Italian, Russian accent. It was Belarusian or something dumb. Like, sorry. <laughs> We're going to be getting comments from, from Ukraine, uh, from Ukraine accounts with IP addresses, Russian yeah. accounts from with a, uh, Ukraine IP addresses. <laughs> that is not a Russian. Uh, I'll do a little Spanish flair on that one. I'm all over the place yeah. today, Bob. Move uh, us on. Uh, let's move into our main topic. We've got our Pacific Division part one. We're starting off with the Anaheim Ducks, who last year finished 58 points, 23, 47, and 12. Finished eighth in the Pacific. Um... Their preseason odds to win the cup are fifteen or plus fifteen thousand. Their uh, let's see, their top scorer, they their best Trevor Zegers had the most points for them at uh five, and also the most goals at twenty three, and also the most assists at forty two. Honestly, I'm not gonna make the bet, but plus fifteen thousand is <laughs> not bad. Dude. I mean. I mean, but I was more talking in in all seriousness. Like, do I think this team can win a cup? No. Do I think they're plus fifteen thousand to win a cup? I don't. I don't know about that. That seems a. Little, I mean, I guess it's just no man's land at, at that point. Anyway, they're like, we'll just put fifteen thousand. We'll get. We'll trick Brandon into betting five bucks on it, dude. And forget about it. You know. Yeah, and it's so <laughs> weird how they choose these numbers because I was looking. They give Anaheim plus fifteen thousand. You know what the Vanderbilt uh. Commodore's preseason odds in the national championship is probably. Some, I mean, I'm it's guessing since you're bringing it up, plus. Go ahead. Plus seven thousand. So they think that Vanderbilt has half as better That's, those chance numbers. to win the national championship. No, those numbers at a. I feel like they just point, throw numbers at a dartboard. That those numbers at a certain point are to entice people to put their money there. You know, yeah. like their people are like, man, what do I not know? Vanderbilt plus 7,000? This is a sleeper <laughs> year? No, they're going to lose to Hawaii week one. <laughs> like, they're just yeah. trying to take money. They don't even money. have a full stadium built. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no. Uh, hey, you know where they're playing? They're playing at like. Are uh, they not playing at their stadium? No, they're playing at a high school. A high school stadium. I, I want to say it's like. Uh, but they. They just sent ticket. They just sent emails out telling people they can still get tickets for their home games though against Georgia. 
They will at, have it will at, they'll at be in stadium. there, but week one they're playing at uh or at least I heard that they were playing oh, at okay. a high school. They may have switched it by now because it was like a you know how we joked about just playing stuff in the parking lot? Like that's what yeah. it was. <laughs> a college like I mean, it would have been ridiculous. Like uh anyway, talking the ducks. Let's see here. I'm sorry, I, mi- I misplaced my marker. Not like marker marker, but where I was on my page. I'm so sorry. Uh, it looks like their first game uh, as of today, they're playing at First Bank Stadium, which is their okay their home stadium. They've just switched it then. Um, okay, so some major offseason moves uh, that I really like. Again, not in, a, in Stanley Cup winning moves, but definitely moving forward in the right direction. Uh, Alex Kalorn, a four-year deal. Radko Gudis, a three-year deal. And uh, Alex Stalock, I believe we talked about that, to a one-year deal. Also acquired Ilya Lubish, Lubishkin. Lubishkin? 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 Uh, say it like that. Very That's a fun name lot. to say. Lubishkin? That's a fun, that's a fun word. Lubishkin. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, drafted yeah. Leo Carlson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and brought in Greg Conan, Cronin as head coach. The uh, notable departures, Alex Stolares, uh, Matt Comtois, and Kevin Shattenkirk. I uh, feel like they covered those came holes on what? pretty good. <laughs> uh, Twa uh, said, <laughs> and plenty Twice. of youth wow. talent. Resigned Trevor Zegris. I feel like Kalorn is going to be a great fit for that team. Are they a playoff team? No, but I think they're knocking at the door like uh, like the Devils have been the past few years before the last season kind of breaking through. What are your thoughts on their, uh, right now, their long-term uh, outlook? I, out long-term outlook, I think Trevor's just does another two, three years there, then realizes that the grass is greener. He's I mean, nasty. Cam Fowler is, is 30 is almost 32 i think he's come his his time's coming to an end god what an old I think what an um old freakazoid dude yeah i'm also 32 but i'm um, drinking beer a, talking to you yeah so. he's a year away from being in a home yeah <laughs> um coach house? i think i think we gotta get it out back <laughs> yeah yeah i think uh ducks are a team that in 10 years from now will be saying huh still you know still floundering okay Maybe I think I think if you were to look at long term in the next ten years, they make the playoffs twice. One first round knockout, one second round knockout, and that's they don't have much. Okay. I think it's a bold prediction. So, not great. I think we'll, is my I think, it's, I think it's bold enough to like we're never gonna come back to that. Right? Like, you know, and if like yeah. it hits in a decade. If it hits <laughs> if it hits, like you're gonna you're gonna remember this day. Like every year, you know, yeah. like that year ten, you're not even, even gonna have mentioned it. You're gonna say year ten's gonna pop up, you're gonna say, Hey, here's my ten year ducks report that you had on eight twenty four, twenty twenty three. And you're gonna yeah. be you're gonna say two playoff appearances, Trevor Zegris left after year four. You're gonna be like, look at this, look at this. Like you're I'm gonna be like, you're a monster, dude. You're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh let's move on to the Calgary Flames. Uh we have got uh 93 points last uh season, 38, 27, and 17. Finished fifth in the Pacific. Uh their Stanley Cup odds are only eighteen hundred. 
So much better than 15,000 for a team that finished fifth. Um, and let's go down to their most points last season was Tyler Foley, uh, goals leader Tyler Foley, and assist leaders Elias. Well, we can go ahead and say there will be a new goal leader and points leader on the Flames uh, as Tyler Toffoli is has left the building. So um, for a team that felt like they should have done so much more last year and having only acquired uh, Igor Sharangovich and hired a new head coach, Losing Daryl Sutter, Tyler Toffoli, uh, Milan Lucic, and Troy Stetcher. I feel like we're in for more of the same this year, right, Bob? If not worse. I love Hubert, Hubert, Huberto. Yeah. Um, I think we need to temper our, our expectations. Um, not that you have high expectations, but like for the Flames, man. Like, I think that uh, unless something crazy happens this year, they. There's just something fell off last year for both the Flames and the Panthers. The Panthers sort of figured it out and got into the playoffs and the Flames, you know, didn't quite get there. So uh, maybe I'm just overthinking, overcorrecting because we were uh, we were so hot or I was at least I was so high on them last year going into that season. I felt like they had an opportunity to win that trade. Uh, so maybe I'm overcorrecting. Uh, I, I don't see the playoffs though. What do you ultimately? You think they're? You think they're a playoff team? I, I, I don't think they're a playoff. I do not. Um, and I think that I, I hope not. Nazem Kadri does not. They're here. He's 33. Uh, I hope he goes somewhere else. I, I, I think he honestly. I think he. Is, I love Jonathan Huberto. I think Nazem Kadri is my probably the most universal player and the best sure. player on that. Team. More complete. Um, More complete obviously, Jonathan sure. Huberto is a is a is a uh, superstar. Yeah. I but I, I think Nazem Kadri could fit in into terms any of team. Fantasy. Yeah, I talk in any terms of like you know fantasy and like Huberto when he was good and he was scoring. He had those hundred point seasons and in Florida. He was nasty. Even though Kadri was great, there was always that injury concern with Kadri. He plays the game so hard. He's out so yeah. frequently for little things and game. And that just adds up to me. Uh, but at this point, I think I agree with you. Uh, if he goes into the season healthy, I'm I'm almost more willing to give Kadri that shot, uh, depending on, you know, where we're drafting than than Hoover though. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So we move now into the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, last year, 109 points, 23 and nine, finished second in the Pacific. Uh, their preseason odds are 1400, which so it's. I mean, what is that? What the same odds as are, Calgary? Are you checking these odds on the same site? I guess right. It's all by hockey reference. Yeah. Okay. I, I, 14, it is well, 1400 is not bad. I think we're thinking 14,000. 1400 is all right. That's, well, a, I know, but uh, well, the fact that it's practically the same as Calgary is what I was, I was Calgary's I mean, not Calgary Calgary's plus 7,000. I mean, right? Didn't we just, or I thought you said 7,000. No, maybe Cal- I was preseason odds before. 1800. That it was, was Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt was free hunt. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Seven thousand. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Then, uh, I guess uh, they're just baking in the fact yeah. that like people are again. I think they do that with certain teams. Like they're like, dude, we're gonna trick a bunch of people into putting a boatload of money for Edmonton Oilers to win the Stanley Cup, and we're gonna clean house like we do every year. <laughs> and so, like, the bigger yeah. that number, the yeah. more enticing it is to put your money on it. You're like, why? Why are the you know Oilers only minus you know? 14 you know 100 away from the flames it's to trick you they're like nobody's gonna put money on the flames to win the cup so let's trick people with the flames and make oilers fans mad and just be like oh we're gonna show them you know what i'm just i'm with you though i don't i'm sure we Uh, can find we shouldn't go betting odds we should look up like other types of stats because betting odds are literally like baked in with like game they're game theory in us you know yeah uh so 153 points was their leader uh guess who that was mr Connor mcdavid uh their goal leader uh Connor mcdavid and their assist leader Connor mcdavid shocker um this is a team who i think they're going to make the playoffs they are i think they're going to get eliminated in the second round i think they might i think they're going to get eliminated in the second and i'm mean, yeah they're I, in my opinion Six games, second round elimination. Bob, I'm calling it right now. We're going to see an Oilers Rangers Cup. I'm just combining my my. <laughs> I'm going to just bet that. <laughs> I'm not even betting individually. These two teams are going to the cup. I'm going to bet that these two teams meet at the cup. <laughs> okay. Um, I. Western Conference Finals, I do think they're making it there. I don't think they're surpassing whichever team gets there to face them. I think there's a couple of teams that can move on past them. Some key acquisitions or there's some notable offseason signings. Brian Dumoulin, I do like that signing. uh, Signed Kyler Yamamoto and signed Pierre-Edouard Bellamare. I don't, again, probably French, not Spanish. I gave it a Spanish twinge. Uh, But I like it, though. It was nice. It sounded, it was sexy. I was yeah. very sexy when I yeah. said it, but I knew that I could have been done, gone the French route. Uh, some key departures, Carson Soucy, Ryan Donato, Daniel Sprong, Morgan Geeky, Martin Jones, since none of those guys were named Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl, I don't think that they're going to lose much offense, uh, maybe a little depth, uh, but they'll probably just double shift those two guys, and so no worries. Um, I would have liked to see a more notable, you know, someone to, to help out the, you know, the boys there, but I'm, I'm guessing contracts, uh, probably got in the way as we've talked about over the past few years, yeah. uh, how those big, those two big contracts can put you a lot, you know, put you like the angels sometimes. So, um, I think they are a good team i think these guys are just too good to not will themselves forward a little bit so i am feeling positive yeah uh yeah so let's move on now and wrap up today's main topic with the los angeles kings at 104 points 47 5 and 10 uh finished third in the pacific preseason odds are sitting at plus 3500 uh win the cup their point leader Anze Kopitar uh their goal leader Adrian Kempe and their assist leader Kevin Fiala 
I like seeing the three different names in that. It makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, I am blown away. Again, it's game theory because <laughs> you read 1500 for the Flames, 1400 for the Oilers, and then 3500 for the team that went toe to toe with the Oilers last year. <laughs> didn't didn't really lose uh i guess they did have some key departures uh acquired uh pierre-luc dubois signed cam talbot signed trevor lewis but they did lose uh sean Dersey, alex iafalo gabe velardi Eunice corpusalo sean walker cal peterson and rasmus kupari so that's a lot of p- names that maybe not the superstars on their team but most certainly guys that contributed at some time or another through their run. So, but again, yeah. How does that go to plus 3,500? I'm not clear. Yeah. Um, do you think they make the playoffs this year? Yes, I do. I think they, I think they improved I one last I, year. I think they improve and I don't know if they make this. I think I think their matchup in the first round is going to dictate it. I think they can make it to the second round, but if they meet a team like Edmonton, I think they're going to get eliminated. I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I don't think that they're necessarily going far in the playoffs, but I agree that matchup will be very dependent for them. Uh, and and we don't have to pick our divisional stuff now. We're doing our preview so early that I feel like now we're going to be able to get in yeah. a whole show where we can just do a prediction show. Hey, this is what we think. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I, yeah, yeah, I mean, and I get I'm what just, you're saying. I haven't just, done any research on that. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, this is just a, what do you think right now as where we sit in freaking August, in August 24. <laughs> on August 24th, what do you think about the upcoming season that's going to start in October? <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, that's enough of that. Let's move into our joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. All right. This one comes to us from Coetta County uh, in Georgia. We have porch pirates. And no, I don't mean people stealing your packages but people stealing porches that's right uh down in georgia i uh a mr robbins swanger allegedly walked past several no trespassing signs and took the front porch uh it was an eight by ten foot porch uh it's kind of one of those and if you see it here that is a full porch um and the investigator said it's a very well constructed porch and it's a valued around three thousand dollars so it is a felony I, that, I feel do not like know how this man, A, we, why, B, how. We've been talking about clickbait, Bobby, and I feel like you just clickbaited our people. You said porch pirate. I don't classify this guy as a porch pirate at all. He's a porch thief. He steals porches, okay? <laughs> so, I, and, and honestly. pirates them, like you would a pir- DVD. Exactly. You wouldn't steal an entire front porch. Oh, this guy would. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and see, and honestly, it's so funny that you did that with the porch pirate thing because the actual headline is Georgia man arrested for stealing his neighbor's entire front porch. That's what the article hit us with, Bobby. You clickbaited this wonderfully written article. Uh, so I wanted to I wanted to give a shout out to my people over at what is this messenger.com? I don't know what this is, but that's a great headline. You and then you get into it and you're like, well, oh my God, well, what is this? What are you trying to clickbait? No, this man stole a full porch and it needs to be said right in the front. Like, how how would you have you would have skipped over it if it said Georgia man arrested for being a porch pirate to his neighbor's porch? You know, you would think, oh, he stole an Amazon package. Who cares? And so I apologize, folks out there. My one of my favorite things in here is the some people may shrug their shoulders and say it's not a big deal. But when you take <laughs> someone's property without a percent and the value of this porch is fifty thousand dollars, you can't just go and take stuff. Who's saying this is not a big deal? If I got home and my porch was gone, I wouldn't be like, oh, them's the brakes, I guess. No big deal. If I saw my neighbor's porch just one day was gone, I wouldn't say, oh, man, oh, life. You know, it sure does have a way of just you get, you screwing get, you some days. You get, you get home and you're trying to walk in and you try to take that step on your porch and you miss. You just and run you into like, you know, And you like look and you turn around and in your neighbor's yard is your porch. In what world is like, in what world is, even if you don't actually care about the porch itself, you're like, how in, how in what world is that not a big deal? I think it's, it doesn't happen often enough that it would be noteworthy, you know, like you would tell the story. And the thing is, you know, this guy had to have had cameras because if the cops go oh up and, this, and you're like, that guy stole my porch and he, and the guy's like, steal his what? Well, and also, how, first again, also, how would I even do that? <laughs> it seems like it's just, I mean, no, this guy definitely told him, hey, I'm going to steal your porch. And like, have you seen the picture of the guy? He was like, I'm going to steal your porch. And the guy was like, what? And then he went to work. This guy obviously doesn't have a job. And he stole the porch and then just left it in a field like it's wood. You literally could have just burned it like all the evidence like you had all day while this other guy was at work where you clearly were not. See, you could have broken it I, down. I, I like to think that this wasn't like, yeah, I like to think this wasn't like a vengeful thing. He just really needed a port. He just need, he didn't. But he just one. left it out so in the like, field. That's a nice porch. He yeah. was going to hide it in this field. Well, maybe until he got things, caught halfway through. He, he yeah. was going to hide it in the field until things blew, <laughs> blew over. <Yeah. laughs> that is long grass. <laughs> yeah. but like, and like, also like, it's, it's a very funny thing because if he just took it apart or just destroyed it, uh, there's, unless like the owner, like marked one of the pieces of wood, there's literally no way. And again, cameras and stuff, no way you could ever prove this was this man's porch. It's like broken into a bunch of, or even better. Like he made this picture they took is after they reconstructed it from the token down board. He was like, yeah. that's my, this is my floorboard on my porch. I always smoke on this one or whatever. Yeah. That's wild, dude. So there is, looks like there is, they did catch him in the act of moving it. Okay. Is that what they called him? So they, so there, there is body cam footage. They caught him in the act of moving it. Yeah. And that's why it's in the middle of the field. Traditionally, they said he Bobby, was taking it to his house. Tra <laughs> Traditionally, Bobby, when you s steal a porch, you break it down first and then just build the porch again. Yeah. He didn't have, 
He see this is the whole problem. He was gonna build his own porch, but he lent his tools to this guy who then built his yeah. porch and kept his tools. So to be fair, some would say that is his porch then. It's essentially it is. I will yeah. I I'm actually I've actually switched sides midway and I'm actually yeah. against the guy. It's split custody. They told, have to share the porch. I'm I I would have been so impressed that he's taken this porch this far. I would have been like, we will just split it every other weekend. Wednesdays, yeah. Wednesdays, I get yeah. it. We like, go to church on Wednesdays, so I can't be without my porch. I, you know Wednesdays. what? That to me, this is a. Oh, I would say, you know what? You can have my porch, but I've seen what you can do. You're you are helping me move for the as long as we're neighbors and helping me carry stuff. Because obviously, if you're carrying a three thousand dollar porch, you can carry just about anything. That's what I'm saying. So I'd be man. like, I'm not calling the cops, but you are now my move man. Like you I are am, helping me move everything. I'm hollering at you, like you drop everything. Like, you come help me. Yeah, yeah. you're in. I'll pay, even pay you, dude. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move into some pop culture real quick. Uh, t- on Tuesday night, I went and saw Oppenheimer, and oh, Oppenheimer. my God, is it a good movie. I, I, have you seen it yet? Oppenheimer. I have not. Have you seen it I yet? have not. I've made you a comment. We can totally do it. I haven't oh. seen it. I totally want to see it, so that I'm, I'm, no spoilers. Hey, don't, don't. No spoilers. I was I gonna mean, say, I was gonna say, don't, don't spoil, spoil it. it. I'm not gonna tell you how it ends. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've been like really like trying to hold off from the internet to find out if he ends up making it or not. So yeah, don't tell me. Listen, no, no spoilers, but I will say the movie ends with a bang. All right, I dropped uh, out. Look, I dropped out no. of high school history just so I didn't know the ending of this movie. So keep me. In the dark, Bob. Yeah, give me a ten years ago. You're like, just in case, I don't like to spoil anything. I said they're making everything into a movie these days. Teacher, I'll be leaving. (laughs) This is a crucial part of of World Uh, War II history. Like, I don't want to (laughs) know. Yeah, Um, but no, I would say honestly, I I I like this all. You know, often I say, oh, this is the best Marvel movie, or this is the best action. Oppenheimer might be the best movie I've actually ever seen. Nice. I left there like, wow, no note. The pacing was great. And for a three hour movie for the pacing to be that good says a lot. The acting phenomenal. To me, this is up there like with, with like Schindler's list. In my opinion, it sounds like they, they did it right. Like, I feel like you can't tell this story in under three hours, you know, or you're not doing it justice. Like, the sheer magnitude of what how it's impacted the world. You can take three yeah. hours to sit and like learn about this. I don't know if I usually what I do when I watch something like that. First thing I do after I watch it is I go and find the inaccuracies that were historical and weren't, which I'm okay with. You got to tell a narrative and you got to tell a story. You don't want it to be yeah. dry, but I do want to know what was real or what was at least uh, feigned to be real and what wasn't. So I don't know if you've done that yet. Was there anything notable? I have not. Have. Okay. I, I haven't, but I, I, I have not, but I will say like, I, and what a cast. I knew, I knew Skilly Murphy. I knew Florence Pugh. I knew Robert Downey Jr. Knew Matt Damon. I didn't know Jack Quaid. Didn't know Rami Malek. I uh, didn't know Emily Blunt was going to be in there. Also, oh, so I was going to say, you didn't know, you didn't know Rami Malik. I was like, what? You just didn't know she was going to be uh, in the movie. Uh, 
he was going to be in the movie. He, I didn't know he was going to be in there. Okay, yeah. I was like, um, yeah, he's. I was and, like, no, Bob, we got to revert back to that. Rami Malik is very popular. Yeah. <laughs> That's not some unknown yeah. underground uh, actor. Yeah, Mister uh, Robot and be respected. It, yeah, and nothing. <laughs> and I will say, it might not add anything, but it certainly doesn't take anything away. But a naked Florence Pugh definitely. Uh, it, it, you it's had. Good. It's not bad. You had to imagine that at some point, at that point in history, that somebody would be naked. I would find that to have been historically yeah. accurate. So that yeah. sounds awesome. Um, Stephanie and I are always on and off going to the movies. A lot of times we'll wait for something. That's a very strong. It's like one of those, like, if you could see Saving Private Ryan in theaters for the first time again, would you do it type of thing is what I'm getting from what you're saying. Yes, it is. Like it is a one hundred percent movie. Now, I, I know you don't say, like Forrest Gump, but like how how people oh, no, love I, it's Forrest not that Gump. I, don't, I, I never. It's not that I don't like it. I've just never seen it, so I don't have an opinion on it because I've never <laughs> okay. seen it. But yeah, but Which like some like people that. have said is worse, but whatever. That, it is worse. Bobby. Uh, we spend like we spend ninety eight percent of our life just watching <laughs> dumb stuff. You tell me about watching some <laughs> European singing contest late at night that you have to like locate <laughs> on YouTube and you can't find. You can't find two hours to watch arguably one of the, like, you know, the how many people quote it and like, you just don't know. I don't know. It is. Worse. I mean, I quote it too, because I, it's been quoted to me all my life. Right. So. But you don't even get the funny context of it. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move into questions from the internet. Uh, oh, never mind. Well, we are at 57 minutes. So guys, yeah, we will do this question from the internet next time. So we're gonna we're just gonna keep you interested. So make sure to come back next week. Every week. Uh, we, we just keep moving it. We just keep yeah. moving it. We'll have to move yeah. it up in the order of the show doc. Sorry guys, we're not doing news because we want to make sure we get to our question from the internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh maybe we'll do a short uh episode in the next coming weeks with just a bunch of questions. We'll see what happens. That's uh let's a move great into what's snapping your stick though. Uh my new war. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. Apparently your new war is forgetting that we have a drop for this. That honestly, I'm going to save this one because it's so I'm going to be able to use that at any point in time. My new uh, snaps my stick is the fact that I just missed a drop that we have been doing for three years uh we have done some odd i mean not some odd i literally have the episode numbered right here we've done this uh we'll take out like what 12 we've done this 160 times bobby and i just right into it and you usually go first anyway uh is the big thing i yeah i dropped that one i dropped that one buddy i'm i'm willing to i'm willing I am snap. I, I'm what snaps my stick today. That was yeah. a uh, wonder. Yeah. So my snaps my stick because I realized this now that I'm teaching. I know how it feels to have that. Oh, I'm old feeling. What word did so, you say? Obviously, I teach content. <laughs> or I here. didn't say a word. Well, okay, I said the word MySpace. Uh, if that, that was, didn't. Uh, no clue what that. Well, is. they know they know they know of they know of it. Like but, they and know like the that, fact like, that like uh, when you knew about the who at that age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, like yeah, I've heard it because somebody had a belt buckle that had it. But like I don't know about that. But you know, we're talking about you know, obviously these contemporary issues. We're getting into technology and how it affects life. And 
you know, next week we're getting into 9-11. And that's very interesting because this is a generation of kids who weren't alive for 9-11. But we're talking about technology. And we, I have a picture of a bunch of all the apps. I'm like, you know, you all, every oh, one of us no. in this room has in our pockets. And <laughs> no. I'm like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I'm like, you know, those are the three big ones that when I was growing, like when I was in college, like we had those now, you know, we've got all these things we have dating apps, which I, you know, I was out of the dating we field had, before dating had, apps were even a thing. Right. So and I, we had Tinder and like, I, it, when I, even when I had the dating app, I can use Tinder, dude. And like, that was the it, you know, like, yeah. Um, and then we get into Spotify and I'm like, and you know, Spotify is a pretty new one. And they're, and I see their face. I'm like, Spotify is fairly new. I mean, I got, I mean, I started using Spotify in college. My senior year of high school, I was plugging my iPod into the Oxford and they looked at me like, that's wild. Most of these kids also grew up always having Spotify, never having to really, and always having Bluetooth, never having to plug in an Oxford. Uh, and I'm like, and you know, obviously not up here, but you know, MySpace, I was like, you guys you probably can, didn't have MySpaces, but you guys probably remember it. They're like, and, no. And, and so they weren't tell, alive for, to see, for Tom to be their only friend. You can tell like how old we're getting because like iPhone just makes new phones that don't have any headphone jack. When if it was yeah. up to old people, like I, I love my AirPods and stuff and I love wireless headphones, but like sometimes there's something about like a wired thing, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you don't lose them. You don't, I don't have, have to worry about, losing about them all them. The time. if they break or I sit on them. They're just, I'll go get new. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now, Hey, I'm, I'm a grown adult. I try to be careful with my things and respect what I have, but like, it's hard. Sometimes I just don't want to care about my stupid headphones, you know, and like make sure they're in yeah. my ear and they don't fall and like got them in the nice little case. So they don't fall down. Used to, you would roll up your headphones, you'd put them in your pocket yeah. and they would turn, it would come out an hour and it would the, be yeah. like, it would be wrapped around like your leg. Like it's cutting circulation off your, how did this happen? And you'd pull them out and you'd untangle them. And those bad boys would work just the same as they ever did. You know? I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel well, it. I, feel I, you it know, and today I, I had it. one of my students say, when I was introducing the next week's topic of 9-11, one of them was like, oh, we were alive for 9-11. I was like, I promise you, you weren't. No. I was like, I have the roster. I know when you, most of you guys were born. No one here. And they're like, oh, yeah, 9-11 was in 2011. I was like, oh, oh we have God. a lot to learn now, huh? Don't we? Oof. Uh, and with that very sad news, we'll, I'm going to leave you guys off. Uh, for Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been Puck Up Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us. We'll see you all again next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.